0: for me i mean for you i am in yesterday you're in my tomorrow so you know all of of that is happening right now
1: (laughs) it's all very confusing (laughs) fantastic that's a
0: little bit i'm happy to be a part thank you so so much for having me on your show
1: no not a drama at all easy as uh, i i have to ask um how how long have you been back home in puerto rico for and how long were you in australia for
0: I was in Australia for five months and I only got back like midnight Saturday coming into Sunday. So basically, since Sunday, three days.
1: Wow. (laughs) That's
0: three, four days, four days.
1: And five months in Oz. That must have been fun.
0: It was beautiful, except for the part where we had to be locked down. But thankfully, I had a beautiful view to like give me sunrises in the morning and that really helped. Um, but yes, it was a little intense with the lockdown, but honestly, it's so beautiful to be there. And the country is great. I was able to travel a little bit. I've made beautiful friends. I really enjoyed working on the new season of math. So it's all
1: good. I got to ask you, how did the filming go with all those COVID restrictions? How was it?
0: I Well, it was strict in terms of the protocols because production was um, very mindful of making sure that we were everybody was safe and and healthy and good to go. So it was intense in the sense that we were tested very often, like every single time before I had to go on set, we had a a PCR test the day before. And I know that um, even even the things that were permitted, I literally chose to just really be very strict about the lockdown portion when we were in lockdown because I felt very responsible if I were to bring back disease to... um, to the production and and everything that we were trying to do work wise, so it it was very strict, it was very careful, and thankfully we had we didn't even have anything like pushback um, schedule wise, so Beautiful. we were able to complete everything as planned, and that was I think a big um, a big yay for everybody. Everybody was healthy.
1: That's awesome. That's great to hear. You got a massive, huge array of. Very different brides and grooms on MAPS this year. That must always make it interesting when you've got that to combat with.
0: Absolutely. I think, you know, people are, even if they have the same, let's say, um, you, you could kind of categorize them in a certain, with similarities. People are always very unique and their takes and their reactions and the way that they Um, will go through an experience that maybe other people go through is going to be unique to them. Mm. So it's always interesting to see how the pairings work out, how the individuals rise to occasions or don't, Mm. Um, whether, you know, the information that they gave us is congruent with their behavior. And and just that peek into relationships and human behavior that we get in such a special way through the lens of math. Because there is no other experiment quite like it, where you can really see the dynamics of a couple's relationship play out for good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. But you know, it's it's very clear for everyone to watch, and I don't know that there are many other opportunities to do that in life. It's very special.
1: Yeah, very much so. How how do you guys sort of uh, how do you, how do you match them up? How do you work all that out? Is it a whole? bunch of formulas and tables or a whole hours upon end of interviewing <laughs> them all or does it look like you're trying to map you know COVID peaks and troughs when you're trying to match them or how, no. How, no
0: It's a lot I, I would say it's a lot more human than that. Yeah. Um, each one of us has uh, professionally our way of doing things. so I know that between John and Mel maybe they'll do questionnaires or you know they have particular testing that they want the participants do. Um, to go through. In my case, I like conversation and getting a feel for them and just speaking with them and getting their he- sexual history, their likes or dislikes or, you know, what their ideas are in terms of a long-term committed relationship, perhaps, versus a casual encounter, sexually speaking, what their expectations are of a relationship, a sexual relationship within a marriage long-term, um, whether they're more conservative or progressive or experimentative, and whether that means that they're open or not to somebody being different. So I, I try to find commonalities, not so much people who I think are like the same, hmm. but just areas from which they can choose to grow from and just find common ground. And that is just like the part that I add. And then everybody else from their expertise and their experience will – You know, have different things that we bring together, and it's ultimately a consensus. So, um, there's couples that, in my personal view, maybe they would have been, wouldn't be the match that I would have chosen. Mm. But taking into account that not only sexuality and chemistry is an aspect, it's so many other things. When you come to the consensus, um, that's how we reach our, basically, our, our matches. And, of course, we don't have the whole country to choose from. There's actual casting that goes on because it's a television program. (laughs) (laughs) So so we're doing this um, based on that pool of people. So, of course, we use our our better judgment and we look at the commonalities and and try to find things that are either going to be better for them according to their personality. Sometimes people choose things that are not good for them or that we feel are going to somehow highlight our hands certain qualities that are important to them.
1: You must be pretty chuffed when couples from last season are still together and still making it happen.
0: Of course. I mean, it, it's who doesn't like a love story, no matter how it comes about. And the situation is very intense. Yeah. And it's always beautiful when you see people really finding each other and building their lives together and knowing that they have reached a goal that they set out for themselves and they're living the life that they want to live. Um, Yes, that always makes me happy. But I have to say, there's a lot of people that maybe didn't make it to the end of the show uh, with the partner that we matched them up with, but maybe left with some really good, interesting life tools and learnings that are going to be very helpful for future relationships. And that also, when I see growth in a participant, in my case specifically, I can speak for myself only, I really find a lot of pleasure in that. And I think that um, that's something also just, that's a great value of the experience.
1: You're a, you've are you been a sexologist for over 20 years. I imagine that's changed yes. a lot in 20 years. I imagine 20 years ago, it was almost still on the cusp of it being a bit taboo, whereas now not so much. Have you noticed that?
0: I have noticed with certain... Topics, yes, there's great yeah. evolution, and with others, there's still great trepidation. Hmm. Let's say, for instance, twenty years ago, in many parts of the world, literally, gay marriage was hmm. not a possibility in terms of the legalities. There was, it's, there's been some huge growth in terms of certain conversations we're having with misogyny and with equality. And, you know, gender identity and, like I said, gay marriage. But, for instance, we don't really discuss much the the monogamy as a rule or as a a consensus in our society. So, yes, I I find some things that are very, uh, have really taken a life of of their own and have already found their their space in the conversation, but other areas not necessarily. And there's still a lot of, um, there's still a lot of taboo around sexuality and pleasure in sexuality and people feeling judged for whatever it is that they're into. So it, it does remain a slightly prickly topic, but it's one that I think that when people talk about things and normalize a little more, that really helps in in just easing that burden.
1: You You consult with couples. Do you find when couples come and see you, there's usually one couple who's a little bit more... Uh, reluctant than the others, or both of them are usually on the same page? How does that work out?
0: You know, it's really interesting. You get a little bit of everything. Um, People are very different in their backgrounds, and oftentimes they're not necessarily looking at sexual compatibility thinking that it's really all that important. I think a lot of people assume it'll kind of work out, (laughs) (laughs) especially because in the beginning, people are kind of making it work out. But in the long term, if they don't really work on understanding each other and really getting each other erotically, it's going to be very difficult to maintain the enthusiasm and not fall into the friendship zone that so many couples fall into. So I think um, couples can... Certainly at least understand and highlight the importance of sex as one of the aspects that is really going to keep a marriage or a long-term committed relationship thriving in the long haul. And that's something that I hope even just with my presence, because I'm a sexologist, being a part of the show that is clearly looking at long-term committed relationships as a goal, then hopefully that will make people understand better and just normalize that as part of the conversation.
1: Do you do you think you can have a a long term relationship just built entirely around sex? Just just to flip what you said no. before? No?
0: No. No, no. You can have very good sex for a long time, but not necessarily a relationship <laughs> to go with it. Yeah. Yes. No no no. I, I certainly think sex is very important, but sex alone will not maintain a long term relationship. I think of the aspects of sexuality as being Like a tripod, it's one of Mm. the pillars. In a tripod, you need the three legs or whatever, you know, your camera or whatever is going to fall down. You need to have that to maintain it, a romantic, erotic connection. But you also need to trust. They need to be your best friend who you also want to sleep with. They need to be somebody that you can really rely on, that you have common goals. And there's a lot of other things that go into it. But if you don't have the sex, then what are you defining? I think ultimately it just it dis- makes a distinction between one type of relationship and another, and that's why it's so important.
1: Love it. I'm really looking forward to this year's season. Thank you so much for having a chat with me today. Always fascinating. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day.